A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, okay, so this is a fantastic um, story. Wait, well, are you going? I'm, I'm not going, yeah, yeah. And you're getting up and doing something else? This is a great story. This is the only story that you need. Uh, Daily Mail Today, page five. Headline is, Charles wanted grey squirrel pelts made Gway into... Grey squirrel? <laughs> he wanted grey squirrel pelts? He wanted grey squirrel pelts. That's quite hard to say. Grey squirrel pelts made into luxury think... fabric. Uh, King Charles once supported plans to cull the rodents by spiking Nutella with contraceptives and leaving it lying around. Say what? Which uh, sterilises the females or the males. And, and some children. <laughs> if we leave poisonous Nutella around the house. High up where they can't reach it. Oh, right, fine. Uh, now it has been reported that King Charles once explored the possibility of using grey squirrel pelts as a luxury fabric. Um, the bizarre tale emerged during Princess Anne's trip to New Zealand last week while visiting the sustainable fashion brand Untouched World. The company's chief executive, Perry Drysdale, revealed that she worked with Charles in 2014. Charles was impressed by the zero-waste firm's repurposes of possum fur. Mm-hmm. He sent squirrel pelts to the firm to test if they could be repurposed as well. Yeah, no. I've sent you some squirrels. Dear sir, H- from the office of I HRH, the Prince of Wales, I enclose some filthy rodent belts. <laughs> I haven't bothered to gut them, but you can put that in a stew. Exactly. So he to test if they, if they could be turned into a luxury fabric, but unfortunately... He included some grouse feathers yeah, exactly. to make hats. <laughs> Uh, but unfortunately, the hair was too short to work with. Yes, Can you imagine that's a problem. <laughs> imagine that is a, yes, that is a problem when working with squirrel pelts. You're saying that yeah. there's this New Zealand company that makes clothes out of possums. Uh, I don't think they make... The cl- but yes, they repurpose that, possum fur. It's yeah. called Flintstone Outerwear, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine how great... What does he make? Sort of singlets and <laughs> those New Zealanders, they wear little, little possum skin budgie smugglers on the beach. Or is that Australian? So... Literally, this is the story that's coming out, and he, he sent some squirrels to... Yeah. So, the, so there's just... I mean, Where do you start with it? I mean, I, I didn't know which direction you should go with it. You could just do all of the things that you've said. Or, you know, other uses for kind of pests, like some lovely wasp pictures, like those butterflies they have where they're kind of pinned to the boards and then you put them in a frame. Those aren't real butterflies. Or like, like the Damien Hirst things. Yeah, but like you, do, you, you get them with real butterflies oh, you as mean, well. The yeah. kind of the botanical... But that's lepidoptery. 
Ooh, is it? Oh, did you That's not know that? Leopard. As opposed to lepidoptery, which is people who collect leopards yeah. and pin them to really big canvases and then like <laughs> hang them. In. No, lepidoptery is the collecting of of butterflies. Yeah. But you you that's you you get them and you pin them and you yeah. name them. They're all you know. There's red admirals. You you, you read them. You, and you, others. You, you name them in kind of spidery writing, not unlike King Charles's. Yeah. But you get sort of lovely blue bottle earrings. You know. Okay. No. Yes. Fine. Yeah. Other directions with the okay, so first of all, yes, there's a squirrel problem, your Royal Highness. There is, okay. <laughs> and uh, there are there are um two and a half million grey squirrels. There's a bit of a sort of subject of mine. I, I, about fifteen years ago, having there's no similarities between me and the totally nepotistically appointed king uh, and me, obviously. We have nothing in common remotely. We've all just pulled pull ourselves up by our by our bootstraps and by your Nike high tops. But I did a some, some TV show or something where there was cooking squirrel and cooking squirrel briefly became a fashionable thing. And it, it, squirrels uh, do appear occasionally. They were appearing occasionally in butcher shops because uh, gamekeepers on grouse moors because the squirrels eat the eggs were shooting the squirrels. And they, Fergus Henderson put him on the menu at St. John for a bit. It was saddle of squirrel. And what I didn't understand what a saddle was, I thought, Surely that's the bit that you put a saddle on on an animal. And then I had fantasies about riding squirrels. But they had a, a saddle <laughs> of squirrel or a loin of squirrel. And they would make a pitivier of mm. the uh, the lungs and the heart and the kidneys and the front paws. Chopped up pitivier in a pastry with a little bit of dusting of sugar, a bit like the sort of Tunisian pigeon dish. Yeah. And they would serve that with... The, and, and I remember calling for... Because we do need... They have to go. We'd love to get rid of the greys so that the reds could come back, so they wouldn't imperil such birds as are left in the in the major conurbations and um with there being two and a half million i reckon that if every family in britain next sunday or any sunday had a squirrel roast that would kill all the squirrels they'd be all gone if you create a demand for squirrels but people just don't like eating squirrel that much so i you have but 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 you have eaten squirrel and is it is it yucky i have eaten squirrel um it's no more yucky than anything else but my tolerance for slightly unusual food is higher than some so if you bear in mind our dear friend who we just spent half term with you'll only eat chicken breast yeah thinks the thigh is yucky yeah so if you're at that angle or people who will you know won't go down from pizza or processed then it's quite hard to get all the way to she did eat that super revolting pizza on the last day though so i was quite i wouldn't touch that she ate the super revolting pizza but that was a deep pan cheese mozzarella filled pepperoni (laughs) super processed covered in honey or something covered in honey that's the kind of thing that that's fine, but that's like someone who really thinks that's delicious. And I also thought it was delicious because I don't eat anything. Is going to to send her from from that to the offal of a grey squirrel minced yeah. up with its front feet and put in pastry with <laughs> with a sugar dusting is a long way to go. So, but I so I, I thought it was okay, uh, possibly better than wearing one. In, in, but yeah. then again, I, I so I love the idea that Charles has come up with this idea because Charles is obviously he's always the GQ second best dressed man of the year. There's always they rotate David Beckham or Ryan Reynolds or someone like that at the top, and then he's always second. And it was because of those shoes that are made from like the covering from the Marie Celeste or something, that stitched from a single stag hide, a nineteen pointer. And he's had them. For I like, grilled it myself. Yeah, he's like, he's had like he's had them for like forty years, and he just gets them resold. I mean, he's the king of like buying he's one thing. He's the king. He's the king. King of England. He's king of England. He's also uh, the king of like just buying one excellent thing and wearing it all the time. Uh, like safari suits. Um, yeah. No, yeah, he's no, he's well dressed because he wears all those wonderful handmade three piece suits and has them beautifully tailored and all that. And it's really and because he always has his hand in the front pocket, his tailors have to constantly 
redo the redo thing. the pockets because they sort of get pulled yeah. out of the stitches. Um, but it's just no. I sorry. The thing that I really come down to, I'm I can't help envisaging. You say you know. Although when you say gray squirrel pelts, because it remi- rhymes with Vanessa Feltz, I'm now <laughs> thinking gray squirrel felts and like <laughs> a woman called Vanessa Feltz went to work wearing gray squirrel pelts. It took quite a lot to cover her bot. Oh God. Yeah, Vanessa Feltz is a big fan bad, of yours. But guess how it smelt? Oh, Vanessa Feltz is a big fan of yours. You mustn't talk about her body on the podcast. No, she's a fucking magnificent figure of a woman. She is. It would take a lot to cover my bot. I was trying to make a limerick on the hoof. I, do you know what? She, I, I love Vanessa Feltz, and I do, I, she's very cool. I don't think she's she fucking cares, amazing. But, yeah. She's also Jewish, but you'd have to be very unkosher to go to work wearing a rat. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like it's not. It's really. It's massively not what Jews do. Those 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 Hasidim that you see up in Stamford Hill with the mat with the great big furry hats that yeah. they wear. What the kind really, of fur is that? It's not rodent fur. Is the thing? <laughs> I, I, it's, it's the, I don't know what it is, but it's fucking not rodent. Um, and, and all the way through Leviticus where it's saying thou shalt yes. not consume the flesh of the rock badger and that kind yeah. of stuff they, yeah. although they don't get down to it it's understood <laughs> they don't have to they feel like they don't have to actually write it that wearing tree mouse is <laughs> no. not it's not a thing that's okay no pigs no squirrels but the, it's really it's do you imagine showing up at, showing up at the kosher butcher for your kosher chicken wearing literally wearing a squirrel the way some posh women wear a fox you know they just take out they basically just take out the shit and throw it over their shoulder and it still has the eyes dribbling out of the socket so <laughs> over their shoulder if you went in you're going into going into what's his name in Golders Green where I go to get the chicken soup Smocklers <laughs> Uh, going, it's that, that's a fishmonger. Um, whichever one, we, we, Greenspans. We, we, the Greenspans. Going yeah. to Greenspans for some delicious kosher chicken yeah. with just a Wearing mouse a mouse earrings. <laughs> no, but the reason that um, no, but so anyway, to get back to the thing of the, the King Charles, who is the king of yeah, um, England, England and sustainability and sustainability. Um, he's coming from a point of view where it's perfectly normal to wear ermine. Is the thing, which is a weasel. So, uh, I mean, ermine is, isn't it? So <laughs> the, other, he, he's, the, the next funniest word after the word squirrel is, is weasel. weasel. <laughs> Weasels are funny. But, uh, but an ermine is, is a weasel's winter coat, isn't it? Um, you tell me, I've got no I, idea. It's either weasel or ferret or stoat. Possibly stoat. Is a stoat different from a no, ferret? No, it's stoat. You know, it, will be a fer- it will be a ferret or a weasel because a stoat is kind of quite resolutely brown. No, but then it's just on the same principle that if you say it's left here, I always turn right, and it's usually you, I think you're wrong. Yeah, I think, the stoat, no, the I think sto- it's a stoat. I've seen a stoat. Yeah. I've seen a stoat. Yeah, uh, I've seen stoats too. But I did. To be no, fair, you I, haven't. Oh, I saw a squirrel. Okay, how do you, yes, a, you thought it was a stoat. So how do you tell that? Don't look at your phone. No, I'm going to look up. No, I'm going to look up because a stoat is a fucking omen. No, how do you how do you tell the difference between a stoat and a weasel and a ferret? Weasel tastes slightly saltier. You don't know, do you? Stoats are smaller and they've got a black tip to their tail and they've got little wide faces. And uh, ferrets and polecats and weasels are all long. Okay, I'm going to look up ermine. Ermine, one, noun, a stoat. Especially oh, when it is winter coat. Bollocks. Sorry. It was really interesting about how you differentiate. Wait, I thought ermine was white, though. It is. I fucking be, I've been saying this, as you'll hear Ermin's, when you listen back. Sto- sorry, stoats do not go white in the winter. Yes, they do. Not in this country. Co- yes, they not do. Not in this country, yes, they don't. in this country, it's read, what stoats read do. Read on, read on. One, a stoat. A special, it's a really surprising that, the, that in terms of marital podcasts that the Abby Clancy, Peter Grouch one is doing so much better than ours. See, mm. they don't cover this shit, do No, they? I know, I know. They're missing a trick. Ermine, noun, one, a stoat. Especially when in its white winter coat. Mass noun, the white fur of the stoat used for trimming garments, especially the ceremonial robes of judges or peers. 
It's read on, read on. But it's a fucking dictionary definition. What do you want? Once upon a time, there was a stoat. Yeah. This is. It felt very conspicuous you. against the snow. I don't. I don't believe that the st- that stoats go white in this country in the winter. In the winter, stoats living in colder climes may turn almost completely white with just a black tip to the tail. This is known as ermine, and the fur is extra dense to help keep them warm. Stoats in warmer parts of the UK may not change colour, or take, or may take on a patchy appearance. So basically, they do. Basically, stoats in Gloucestershire don't turn white because it's not cold enough, but they do in Scotland. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, I think it's important. So the point I was trying to make there is that King Charles is coming from the point of view, when he says that grey squirrels could be made into clothes, he's coming from the point of view where you wear stoats, isn't it? He comes from a culture of wearing stoats. He's not imagining, I don't think, that you would turn them into, because there's so many of them. He's also uh, turning, let's kind of, like either like let's eat squirrels or let's wear squirrels or let's turn squirrels into kind of luxury garments is exactly the kind of thing that kings are supposed to sit about, (laughs) not only thinking about, but saying out loud. Yes, get my first minister. Yeah. Sunak, I have a plan yeah. for everyone to wear squirrel, uh, but, but sign it, expedite it. Yes, exactly. I mean, Lord love him. I mean, that's what he's there for, to say sort of slightly crackers things. There's, I remember when I was shown around Highgrove's garden by uh, Patrick something or other, the, the head of the Soil Association, when I was wanking on about, about organic stuff. And I went to, I was shown Highgrove, uh, but Charles wasn't there. And they showed me that a thing called a time walk. And he, had, he wanted a time walk, which is... You um, can't say this. Why not? Because I know what you, I know the story that you're going to tell, and it's and it's and it's basically sedition, and you can't tell the story about planting thyme. Okay, you tell the story then. He wanted it done, and they said, "But sire, the a thyme grows in the Alps. It's a in, it's a mountain thing. It needs heavily drainage soil. This is Gloucestershire. It's mud. Make it happen." And he went away on holiday, and they got in the JCB diggers, and they dug out a six foot trench down either side of the main path up to the front door of Highgrove. They backfilled it with five hundred tons of gravel at a cost of three million pounds then they seeded all the time and by the time Charles got back the time looked marvellous he said see it can be done and he never knew all the trouble that went into it why is that seditious? let's move on no no what? why let's move on? because you've because you've just because you... it's a story about gardening a high growth okay alright but it's not very sustainable is it? no but it's not treasonous it's just an anecdote about not very flattering no but this is a satirical news podcast well, There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mini mini Starmer doesn't want to leave Kentish Town. No, that's a nice idea. IQ I was... only gets you so far. Uh, is Scruffy more trustworthy? Is BBC Scruffy website. More trustworthy. British couples fall out five times a week. Rubbish. But over chores, though. Yeah, boring. We don't, we don't fall out over chores. We fall out because you're such an irritable twit. I'm not an irritable twit. You so, you are so irritable. It's staggering. Uh, uh, okay, so look, no, let's talk about this very sweet story. So the Keir Starmer thing. So Keir Starmer, we were both together on um, Times Radio this morning. <laughs> Literally, no, everyone else said no, doing yeah. that panel. Uh, and one of the things that, they, that we talked about was this um, interview that Keir Starmer did with Matt Ford, uh, uh, a podcast um, where he talked about he hated Boris Johnson and they wanted us to talk about that. So we loathed Boris Johnson. And you know what? And the funny thing, I, the thing I didn't say on Times Radio was, you know, he, he would hate him because Boris does represent everything you would expect a bien pensant North London lefty to hate. I mean, he yeah. is just privileged. Sloppy. He does make a joke out of everything. Yeah. And, and I would, and I basically, you and I both, and we're not ashamed to admit it, kind of fell for it. I'd always thought he's funny, he's charming, he's clever, he's he's like he's much more interesting than any other people. Go on, Boris, and he won that election. I thought, go on, do well, he something. Had a huge, uh, uh, Boris, whatever. He had a huge mandate, and what I care about more than anything else is people in power, having power, and doing things properly, and not just sort of infighting and dicking about. And so, we Boris that- Johnson lost me. The minute he started fucking it all up, I was like, right, fuck off. Well, that's the point. I, was just, well, I don't care who's in charge as long as they're actually in charge. Do you know what I mean? And it's all, I, yeah. But this, but so the thing, the thing there was, Keir, I would have said, was wrong to hate. And then eventually I came around and I agree with Keir. Yeah. You're quite right. It's okay to know them. But yeah. lower down. In the story, yeah. In the story, mm-hmm. he said, when they're getting into the jolly bit, when it, you know, that he said, uh, Keir said he, that when he became prime minister, which I think we all accept he will, um, his daughter has said she won't leave Kentish Town Not to go and live in Downing Street. And one's little heart broke a bit. And yeah, you thought, Because I've often thought about becoming Prime Minister. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sam would be in Downing Street like a shot. Yeah, but Kitty wouldn't leave Kentish Town. No, she wouldn't. She wouldn't be excited about having her own policeman, as I would. 
Sam would be, you're quite right, Sam would be swaggering. Oh, yeah, I just live, yeah, I just live there, yeah, just calling up a pizza. Yeah, can I have a pizza, please? Yeah, 10 Downing Street, yeah, cheers, fuck off. No, yeah. He'd love that, whereas Kitty would be like, no, I don't want to leave. But the thing is that, although uh, Minnie, Minnie Starmer... Um, Sorry, her name's not Minnie. The whole thing is just that he no. didn't mention her name. We're not going to mention her name. No. And I might write about Stop her, Jr. But, but I would never, but like with no intrusion into her privacy at all or their family. No. He brought her up and it's just, Keir lives 200 yards from us. Mm-hmm. Having dropped Kitty at school, I came back up his road past his house mm-hmm. uh, today. And it, isn't it just lovely that she, that she doesn't want to leave Kentish Town? I don't think any of them want to leave the, where they actually live. But the, for security reasons, they have to. You, ca- you cannot secure a d- suburban house. And you and the, the, the and she's going to have to be followed to school every day by a policeman. Yeah, but that's not the funny thing to write a column about. No, but I'm not here to do the jokes. All oh, right, here comes some. Why did Minnie Starmer cross the road? To go to school in Finisher, Town. To get to Finisher and get to go to Finisher. Exactly. So that would be a column. What are the reasons that you know? Why? why she's quite right. I wouldn't leave Kentish Town. That's no. why I haven't become Prime Minister. Previous attempts to become Prime Minister from Kentish Town have failed largely because people didn't want to leave. Ed yeah. Miliband lives in Kentish Town. Yeah. They may call it Dartmouth Park. Yeah. But basically, Ed didn't want to leave Kentish Town. Yeah, he lives so in he, Kentish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Corbyn. He lives in Archway, really. Yeah, but it's does. basically a Kentish Towner. Mm-hmm. They've, just, they've always, you know... I wonder how much fun a column about how much you love Kentish Town is. No. What are the, like, the 50 reasons that she doesn't want to leave Kentish Town? Or why does she want to leave Kentish Town? You know... E-mono, the best kebab in London. Yeah, sorry, I've just said, like, a column about how great Kentish Town is is not going to be... Is, is... Carrot and daikon, the best pho in Kentish Town. Yeah. In London, possibly. Yeah. What's not interesting about this? <laughs> I don't... Oh, well, Regis Road Gee, Dump. They live, like, four minutes from the biggest recycling centre. Domestic waste recycling centre. In... She, she'll yeah. be... She's probably in her early teens, I suspect. Mm-hmm. She'll be really into recycling. She mm-hmm. probably loves to go with Keir down to the dump she to like throw away dump. some glass. In his... In his Kia. In his Kia. Yeah, like we know. <laughs> they just put all their old crap in the Kia and drive it to the dump with Keir. Yeah. Uh, Someone who thinks that is funny enough to make as a joke in every single podcast is in no position Everybody to tell me... Everybody loves that joke. Everybody loves that joke. Do you want to talk about the Volvo then? Yes. Okay. Have you bought the Volvo? I haven't bought the Volvo, and let me tell you why. Because we've been talking about buying this Volvo for a while, and even though buying cars now is so incredibly easy, yeah. I thought I should instigate a bit of a cooling off period. A cooling off period. Yeah. On a Volvo. Yeah. Do you know what a cooling? I mean, a cooling off period. Is that not a thing? What is a cooling off period? It's like isn't that a thing where you you you're, you want to buy diet? I mean, what is it? It's just a, it's just a little it's it's called a self imposed kind of little just sleep on it. It's, it's like sleep law, on it. They used to have a law in this country which they got rid of. That's what I'm thinking of with a cooling off period where you couldn't walk into a casino and gamble unless you were a member. And right. so and there was a twenty four hour cooling off period. So you yeah. could walk in really, really sort of pissed, pissed. and high, yeah, high to the, the, the Victoria Casino on Edgeware Road and go thousand pounds yeah. and they go, You can join oh, fuck yeah, and you can come back tomorrow. And you're not and you just to come obviously tomorrow. tomorrow you've made all your apologies to your wife, taken the kids to school, vomited a lot. And you don't go back and gamble. So but you're they saying, to get rid of that now because you 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 constantly. Now you can, well, yeah. you did used to come back with a lot of money that you won on blackjack. So you going into a casino drunk was all fine by me because you gave it to me. You said buy a handbag. With and it. all the times that I lost money, which you didn't know about, I yeah. just pretended to have been in a brothel. Um, uh, so Volvo's cooling off period. So I've decided. So we're going to buy this Volvo. So. Uh, so, Colm... Hardcore fans of this podcast will know that we've had a bit of a car situation. The whole recently. fucking world knows about that yeah. car situation. So, that we got rid of the electric Jag because it basically stranded us on the side of the road on New Year's Eve and was a bit upsetting. And we're now... We've decided that we're going to buy a trusty Volvo XC60. Oh, I think well done, I think it's the one that we are going A for. Volvo Testarossa. 
Uh, but yeah, known. but which was recommended to us by some very nice chap who runs a car magazine or something. I can't yes, and one of those car top he, people. He was incredibly nice and helpful and said, what you want for a family All car the car this. wants, the kind of people who are into their Ferraris. In the same way that I bought a Ford Fiesta 25 years ago because Jeremy Clarkson yeah. sort of said, if you've got to drive one of these shitty little things, the Fiesta is yeah, the one. Yeah, he's quite right. Um, uh, and I think that all the they say, yeah, when it comes to it, the Volvo <laughs> XC60. But look, we, we decided that the electric car couldn't get us to the countryside and back, no, couldn't get us to Devon and Cornwall. You can't, all the places which we go on holiday because we're too eco to fly, you can't get to in an electric car, West Wales, whatever. So we bought ourselves a little BMW i3 secondhand for getting around London and exploiting all the free parking. and the While we get, still can, because it's going to run out. While we still can. Yeah. And, we're going and you're madly in love with that car. It's fucking amazing. You love that car. I'm yeah. so glad that we went for that car because it's made you so happy. No, it has. Cars do make me happy, even yeah. though I'm not a kind of see what she can do type of person mm. which in the case of the Volvo XC60 is... I love I really love cars too I, I'm a big big I like but this, cars. you love you must love this because first of all the great thing for you is well, it's sort of for everyone but mm. there's the BMW i3 when you put your foot down goes leader lights much quicker than a petrol Ferrari yeah yeah which is just fun although I don't drive like that anymore no. the, 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 I love the solid feel of the doors go clunk like a proper beamer even though it's like a matchbox size. yeah 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 I it's love how the, the, the back door Opens in reverse. I don't understand what the benefit of that is. I mean, I understand why they've done it. It's because it's a space-saving thing. But why do you like it so much? Because the kids can't get out the back on their own. You have to get out and open your door and then open it's their It's really door. annoying they can't open the door and leap out into the oncoming traffic. <laughs> I know, it's fucking infuriating. Which means they're going to probably live into pubescence, which is extraordinary. <laughs> no, it's, you, it's because you get out of the front thing and you open the door. Mm-hmm. And then this lovely, heavy reverse door hinged at the back of the seat. Yeah. And it, opens and then the whole of the side is open like a Mercedes-Benz gullwing from the 70s but what's or the, what's good it looks that? fucking great oh, and right. you can see into the car and when Sam has to change from football kit into cricket kit in sort of four minutes in the rain at Regent's Park to get up to Wood Green to, 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 do, to go to the nets mm-hmm. there, there's space to like get out throw him his kit he throws his muddy boots you lob it it's just I just think it looks I tell you what is good about it is that it means that you can get to all the crap that's been shoved into the footwell a bit more easily if the door opens the other way anyway so we've got so we've got that car and then we've kind of we hold I mean because we don't really need this other car but we've been thinking about doing this that's the other cooling off period like do we really need this a other second car? car yeah yeah we haven't had since the Jag went six Seven weeks. It sounds incredibly stupid that we need a second car, but we go on holiday. We do you hire a car to yeah, go on to just holiday? Go on holiday yeah, it's a bit shit. Mm. We go to the countryside once a month, a couple of times yeah. a month. If we all four of us go somewhere and need luggage, the little anyway. So it's another second-hand, you know, five-year-old tractor. And there, I'm now back on the business that what people say is, if they do hold to the 2030. Uh, no more petrol cars, which I don't think they can, they as can't. I wrote, they because can't. they haven't. The infrastructure isn't. The economy there will collapse. I mean, it just can't. I mean, it yeah. just it doesn't work. It won't work. Anyway, so we've got the. So the thing to do is you buy you buy the petrol car, not the diesel. I mean, we stop short of that. No, but the point diesel. is, this is a car which can drive all the way to the English Scotland. coast, you yeah. know, or even to Scotland. Oh, honestly, I feel sick at the thought of getting into the, the, an electric car and going on a long journey. Now it was so. So so stressful. Yeah, every to, single time. How far can we get? But you, but I, I, I really like Volvos. I think they're great. But you've got a problem with I don't Volvos, know. and why Do, is that? I, I see a column, because, literally on the basis that the most popular piece I've ever written was the electric 
yeah, car piece. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh, clickbait, clickbait. You know, I was mean about architects and the architects go, clickbait. But um, no, so, but clickbait turns out to be my electric fucking car, which got 3,000 comments below the line. It got picked up in all the papers. It was in the sun. It was, it was the first time in ages a TV star ditches electric car. And went, wait, <laughs> track back a minute. Has wait, someone, TV you, star? Fucking hell. I haven't worked on telly for <laughs> years. years. Have you not heard? Persona non grata. <laughs> Um, but uh, so that, that, so I thought well people will, are ready to hear me go I bought a Volvo sadly the fact is about Times readers as compared to I think listen to this podcast Times readers really are very right wing and very sort of anti-green and it's a disappointment yeah. because I am pro-green they all kind of loved that piece because they thought I was saying bollocks to the green lobby I'm which a, I, alas I think and I wasn't was saying the, that. Yeah, I was yeah. saying I tried to do this thing I believe in net zero we should strive for it I don't think electric cars are going to work I was trying to G up the industry into improving itself mm. which is a bit pompous of me but still and you um, ended up destroying it <laughs> I ended up basically killing the electric car mm. thing no one's buying them and, and whatever but, um, but so, 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 so I think they're really for a column I've, I've gone and bought a Volvo yeah. because what does a Volvo say I mean I, you know for a long time although I'm not one of those sports car people I did drive a sports car when I was a kid I had a couple of sort of convertible MGs and stuff I loved the, those sleek Jags that we had the sport brake was lovely but I mainly married you because you turned up to our first date in a Ford Fiesta yeah. and I thought a man who drives a Ford Fiesta is a solid guy I mean, I was wrong, but, you know... <laughs> but didn't you also think, because I had a small car, I probably wasn't having to compensate for deficiencies in another department? Correct. Which, can you tell the readers how that turned out? No, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the reason I don't want to buy a Volvo is because it's a car for Jews. Well, okay? as far as you're concerned, it's a car for Jews. The, no, the thing in buying a Volvo is I, 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 want, I don't want the car to say much about me, but the Volvo says is so safety-based. It's like you buy it only for safety. And when I was a kid growing up in the 1970s, it was just a Jewish car. And I'm not ashamed of being Jewish. I like being Jewish, but I sort of don't... Well, you know, my dad and I used to have this thing, and this again dates back to the 80s and the 90s when... Possibly it was a little bit uncool to be Jewish, uh, we felt. But just largely because of all the anti-Semitism in the National Front. And yeah. it just kind of gave you an opportunity to try well, and it was all a little bit close. Still, you didn't want it? people just knowing you were a Jew. And no, if you no, drove no. a Volvo or a Jag, yeah. a Jew canoe, uh, then people might go, you're Jewish. In fact, my dad and I had this thing we used to talk about, which is, okay, so out of nowhere, Deus Ex Machina, uh, you were offered a Ferrari Testarossa, which was the dream car in the 80s. So you're given a Ferrari Testarossa, but the number plate is Jew 1. <laughs> You're not allowed to change the number plate. Uh, what do you do? And we never came up with a solution. And I would do things like, well, I'd, I'd drive it somewhere really muddy so the number plate got all yeah. muddy and you couldn't see that it was Jew. Now, if I had a Ferrari, I'd want it to say Jew one. Yeah. Because I would go, fuck you, I'm a Jew with yeah. a Ferrari. For the five minutes it was outside before it got nicked, yeah. it would be absolutely fine. Yeah. No, but the thing is that that, was, also, so that was in the 70s and 80s. In the 90s, when I was a teenager... Yeah. Because um, I grew up in Golders Green, not Jewish, but I grew up in Golders Green. All the cars were owned by Jews. No, no, no. So it was really all the cars. Well, exactly. A, all the cars were owned by Jews, and B, the the big car that the more kind of from uh, Jewish families would drive around in was a Gal- a Ford Galaxy, I think Toy. it was, and they were these giant, great, big kind okay, of minivans. So, yeah, do you know why? Do I know why what? They drove Ford Galaxies. In the 70s, when there were no Ford Galaxies, the thing that a Volvo was, and I don't think I'm making this up, that the Volvo was that had the highest seating level the highest clearance okay not because jews are tall because they are famously not but because from jews the hasidim of stamford hill who are now broadly moving away from stamford hill but we're in stamford hill as you've noticed when you see them walking around wear big fur hats and you get a bigger hat 
the bigger of like of a Jew daddy you are. And I'm not making this up, but I may be getting details wrong. But basically, when you're little, you wear a little yarmulke, a little skull cap, but then you get you get a furry hat, and then you get a big fucking furry hat, yeah. like a big brim, like a tire with a yeah. top hat on the top of it to yeah. show that you're fucking the massive rabbi of the whole thing. And that will only fit in a Volvo. No, That's fucking true. The reason Shall why I Google why do Jews drive Volvo? By all Volvos? means, and you will find... I, okay, you will find no, you will find that Jews drive mm, Volvos mm, because it's mm. not a German car. What Do Jews turn white in winter? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. You can listen to us on the Times Radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.